Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prado. Today I'm talking about striving for and maintaining balance in our theology. Now, my blog is called The End Time, not due solely to eschatology, but because we are in the end time. That's the time between Jesus' ascension and his return. And time is short. I exhort us all to walk worthy and be bold to proclaim the hope that is within us because the time is near. Now, I love eschatology, though, as a doctrine, and I could write about it every day. In fact, when I started this blog, I did write about it every day. But yes, I enjoy eschatology because his return is the next big event to happen. But as I went along, the Lord grew me from those earliest days of hyper-focus on the last things, and I learned about other doctrines. I fell in love with the doctrine of providence, and I enjoy biblical natural history, like the flora and fauna of the Bible, agricultural practices, and so on. I love discernment, since the Holy Spirit gave me that gift, and I like to exercise it. But not to the point that one of my biceps gets bigger than the other. I do frequently scan my blog essays to make sure I'm not narrowing in on one topic too often. And this essay is a warning for myself as well. When I first came to the Lord, I read through all the Old Testament prophets, then the Old Testament histories, then the poetic books. And after that, I turned to the New Testament, and then, of course, Revelation, the apocalyptic book. But when that first pass of reading the Bible was initially was concluded, Now I choose Bible reading plans that bounce daily between the Old Testament and the New Testament. This helps me keep balance. Our preaching elders preach a book of the New Testament and then a book of the Old. And of course, we should absorb the whole counsel of God, and we should share the whole counsel of God. In other words, as Christians, we seek balance in our learning. As with anything in life, we strive to be well-rounded. That includes our study of the Bible. Now, that's not to say we don't have favorite doctrines or that some are well-known for having, you know, a teaching niche. I mean, R.C. Sproul was known for his study on holiness and philosophy. Phil Johnson is known for his expertise on the Psalms. Alistair Begg is known for being an expert on, well, the Beatles. Well, you knew that was coming if you follow him at all. Now, I've noticed some who have a social media presence and large followings excessively focus on one doctrine above all others, and they make their blog be about only that, or they tweet about only that, or speak about only that. These people tend to drift away from balance and become unbalanced. I've noticed this, especially with 
ministries that focus only on the doctrine of eschatology or last things. And the unbalance can lead to more unbalance. And some of those sites are just fringe wacky. But anyone who focuses on one doctrine alone tends to get a little skewed and myopic. I mean, would you enjoy sitting under a preacher who only ever preaches on tithing and money? Or would you enjoy following a person who only ever urged female submission? Or that Trump bad or John MacArthur bad is a message from some who never seem to tire on their pet one and only topic. But doing so sadly displays a narrowing of their theological arteries. And omissions are just as imbalanced as a hyperfocus on one thing. I mean, if your preacher never speaks of the wrath or of sin or of the Old Testament, for example, that's not a well-rounded pastor. Of course, you know, anyone might know of these topics, but a failure to continue learning about them and speaking of them is part of the problem of drifting towards imbalance. You know, it's not just the individual who falls into a myopia. It's the pendulum swing in the global church results in the same too. It swings from one extreme to another. Like, for example, the charismatic movement arose as a reaction against dead orthodox theology. The sonship movement arose as a pushback against an impersonal theology. I mean, overemphasis in the reaction causes overshadowing of other teachings to the point almost of neglect in seminaries or in lots of churches. Theologian Carl Truman spoke about the importance of balance. He said, quote, the need for balance is absolutely crucial if the church is to witness God's truth to the world. And a failure to speak the whole counsel of God is a critical weakness in our testimony as Christians. And Carl Truman quote on theological balance. And what he was talking about there is the need for equal mental attention to systematic theology and biblical theology. But let me take his point. In the 1970s and 80s, I mean, eschatology was in. A whole generation of people grew up with left behind, hell houses at Halloween, even music on the topic, you know, I wish we'd all been ready, that song. But by the 1990s, 2000s, eschatology was out. Seminaries did not focus on it too much, which resulted in a host of graduates for a generation with little attention paid to the subject. In the 2020s, eschatology is now back, but not the old-fashioned dispensational flavor, but a millennial flavor. Theological myopia sets in. Neglect of the whole counsel of God stirs a narrowing of your worldview, which soon enough 
views only your pet doctrine or theory. Don't let that happen to you. So how to stop hyper-focus from happening? Well, first, Bible reading. What can help us keep our theology balanced? The Bible, first and foremost. Read it widely, read it frequently. The more grounded in the word you are, the more you will stand upon solid ground. If not, you'll end up cherry-picking verses out of context that you want to use to support your pet theory in conversations or in papers or tweets. Choose a balanced Bible reading plan. Secondly, absorb a variety of material from different people. Apart from your own pastor each week, I'm sure you listen to sermons and podcasts, etc. online, read stuff. Well, read and listen to different ones. For example, I listen to both women and men. I keep an eye on cultural issues and theologically oriented issues. I listen to a variety of preachers, some of them from today, some from long ago. I read books on different topics, not just the one or two topics I enjoy. I'm sensitive to the guidance of the Spirit when I'm reading the Bible for new topics to follow up on. I mean, lately I've followed up on a couple of chapters in Romans about sin, also known as the doctrine of hamartiology, and I've followed up on the blood of Christ. So absorb material widely and from different eras. Next, prayer. Prayer will help us to avoid a theological narrowing of the arteries and help us avoid myopia and getting stuck in one topic. In discipling younger women, I always tell them to seek the Holy Spirit in prayer. They hear this from me a lot, but it's a truism. His ministry is to point us to truth. He is the illuminator. He convicts of sin. He keeps our heart aligned with God's affections and our mind transforming every day. The Spirit is our greatest resource. I mean, ask Him to help keep you balanced. Ask Him to help you find a good middle ground. And next, what can help us from becoming theologically unbalanced? Well, social media. If you engage on social media through blogs and tweets and Instagram or other, look over, scan with your eyes over what you have produced lately to see if you're drifting into a narrowing. Scan, you know, scan or scroll back and get an idea of the flavors of your output. There's a difference between following up on a topic deeply for a while and succumbing to a rut where that's all you ever think about, pray about, or write about. Social media is a conversation, but it's also a chronicle. It can be your own keeper of your own recent interests. Check it to see how you're doing. And I'll conclude with a prayer um, that Jim Elliott 
the martyr Jim Elliot used to pray. He, he is quoted as saying, Lord, give me firmness without hardness, steadfastness without dogmatism, and love without weakness. That was from Jim Elliot, quoted in the Berean Call, March 1997. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada, and thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Mm-hmm.